0: This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps Retired.
1: Myself, what a wonderful world.
0: The great Sachimo Louis Armstrong from America, the great America, speaking about a wonderful world. That was then. Is it the same today? What do people think? about America. Not Americans, other countries. What do other countries think today about America? That's the big show we have for you today, is other countries and how they view America. So we'll talk about other people and how they view America. Also, how do they view China? Comparative between America, Freedom and Liberty, Constitution, China, Oppression, Communism. We're going to have a big show today. Don't miss it. We're going to talk about an organization called NTD. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the Gunny. Stand by for a big show. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries,
1: they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it.
0: We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. Freedom. It's priceless. You can't buy it. You can give your life for it, but you can't buy it. You don't have enough gazillions of dollars in this world to buy your freedom. Because as soon as you buy it and you pay somebody off, they're going to suppress you and want more money for your freedom. Communism, Marxism, prime example of that. They're going to take care of you This is what they say, time and time again, going to provide you. You give us the money, we have the government, we'll take care of you. It's priceless. You can't give a government enough money to give you freedom. That's what this podcast is all about. So if that is true and freedom is priceless, then why do so many people want to come to America? Because they don't have to pay for freedom. They just have to live it, to be part of it. And the world does not like that. The majority of the world doesn't like freedom. The dictatorships, the regimes, they want control. And it's happening right here in America. However, let's talk about what other countries think about America. Even though we have our problems, we have our discussions, we have our political system, what does the other countries actually think about America? And I'm going to use a website. Like I tell you before, if you know how to go research, you can find the truth. And the Pew Research Organization is one of them. They take the facts, they put it on paper, and they let you determine what it means. They let you determine what the data actually means so you can make a determination or decision on the subject instead of throwing it down your throat. So one of the articles that I read is how people around the world see the U.S. and Donald Trump and 10 charts. So I'm not going to go over all the 10 charts, but I am going to talk about the top three issues that they're talking about as it is concerned with the other countries viewing America. Number one, opinions of the U.S. vary substantially across the globe. (laughs) We all know that because they're not America. Among the countries surveyed Positive views of the U.S. are most common in Israel, Philippines, Poland, South Korea, Ukraine, Lithuania. By comparison, only 39% of the Germans and 20% of the people in Turkey have a positive opinion of the U.S. I'm not making these numbers up. I'm pulling this information from a well-known Pew Research site. It's been doing this for years and years and years with the data. Number two, views of the U.S. remain relatively positive despite declining somewhat since the end of the Obama era. Since the end of the Obama era, we are beginning to be more liked. Not want to throw the politicals in there. But truth, justice, strength is a very positive for the world. Because they view us as helping the world. And when we have politicians that is in it for themselves, they're not helping the world. Across 24 countries, they have been surveyed. Constantly, since 2015 and 2016, a medium of 53% of adults have a favorable view of U.S., slightly below the 64% who had positive views at the end of the Obama administration. People in these countries are now more likely to have a favorable view of the U.S. than to have confidence in the president. A reversal of the pattern at the end of the Obama administration Still, the share of people who have confidence in Trump has edged higher in recent years. What they're talking about is you have a view of the president, you have a view of the country. Obama days, the view of the president was high, the view of the country was low. That's how it works. Now, more people in the world look at America higher today as America. Even though they may have a slightly lower view of Trump, which we all understand why that is. But they have a higher view of America today compared to 2015 and 2016. The numbers are out there, go check it out. Number three, young people tend to have more positive opinions of the US. Young people in other countries other countries. In America, it's the exact opposite. More young people hate America than the other people in the world. I wonder why. Maybe it's got something to do with Marxism and indoctrination to hate America. In most countries surveyed, young people are more likely than their older counterparts to have a favorable view of the US. For example, 57% 57% of Russians age 18-29 see the U.S. favorable, compared with only 15% of Russians age 50 or older. However, in many countries, those who are older also tend to be less likely to answer the question. So the older generation in, in these countries are set in their ways. And the younger generation don't want to be set in that way. I wonder why. Maybe it's because of communism, dictatorship, tyranny. These younger people want freedom. They want the ability that we have in America. That's why these numbers are like this across the globe. Yes, there are countries that absolutely hate us, hate America. Because of our culture, our values, that's why they hate us. There's many, many young people that are being raised in other countries that see America as a light. Even though we have our turmoil here, we see it different sometimes. But they view America as a light for the world. So who are those countries that actually hate us? I'm going to play a clip from 2015, and this is during the time frame before President Trump was elected, during the Obama days and his great global acceptance as the President of the United States. How did the globe accept President Obama? Here's proof. Even after he sent billions of dollars to Iran, billions of dollars,
1: cash
0: on a pallet To Iran.
1: After years of nuclear negotiations between Iran and the United States, tensions have soared to a new high. Both countries hold extremely negative views of each other. Iranian leaders are even known to chant death to America in their public addresses. However, some countries have even less favorable views of the U.S. So which countries hate America the most? Well, according to a recent Pew poll surveying 40 countries throughout the world, the Middle East is the most critical region of the U.S. and its actions. Since 2001, the United States has fought a war on terror throughout nations like Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria. This has resulted in countless casualties, severely damaging the United States' popularity in the area. This is on top of America's historic support of Israel amid the Israel-Palestine conflict. Jordan, which borders most of these war torn countries, hates the U.S. more than any other nation surveyed. 83% of those polled held unfavorable views of the U.S. Surrounding areas like the Palestinian territories, Lebanon, and Turkey also held similar negative views. The country with the second most unfavorable view of the U.S. is Russia. After Russia's annexation of Crimea in 2014, the US led a series of sanctions against Russia. Today, Russia is in the midst of recession, which some blame on US and EU sanctions. Russia also controls its media, which weighs heavily on public opinion and regularly demonizes the US.
0: So if America is this all great country in the world's eyes, then what is China? China is a communist regime, Dictator, tyrant, whatever word you want to put on it, and suppress everything that is free as far as freedom. Not free to the government because they give them whatever. And the way it works is they give you just enough to make you happy. Just enough. Because if you give you more than that, then you may take over the government. If you give you less than that, then you may take over the government. That's how it works. So from the same research center, the Pew Research, unfavorable views of China reach historic highs in many countries. Look on the show notes, click the links, you can read it for yourself. So this is the highs. Historic high of China today is now looked upon by the world. I think the world has a higher disrespect for China than America does. I believe that because of the Obama days, because of the communist, Marxist ideas of the left in this country. And of course, we don't even want to talk about the Biden-Hunter issue that's going on with the deals in China. So views of China have grown more negative in recent years across many Advanced economies and unfavorable opinions have soared over the past year. A new 14 country Pew Research Center survey shows. So, 14 major countries is where they're getting this data from. Today, a majority in each of the surveyed countries has an unfavorable opinion of China, and in Australia, the United Kingdom, Germany, the Netherlands, Switzerland. The United States, South Korea, Spain, Canada, negative views have reached their highest points since the center began poll in the topic more than a decade ago. Now we're at the highest, absolute highest disregard for China, disregard for how they are and where they're going. So we're not the only ones that understand the lack of freedom, freedom is priceless. You can't pay for it. You can't give me enough to give me freedom. I have to earn it, and I have to live in a country that a government provides freedom first. Negative views of China increased most in Australia. 81% now say that the country is unfavorably up 24% points since last year. In the U.K., around three-quarters now see the country in a negative light, up from 19 points. And in the U.S., negative views of China have increased nearly 20 percent points since President Donald Trump took office, rising 13 points in just the last year. Donald Trump understands America. We may not accept who he is, what he says, the tweets, all of these things. But he is for America. And because he's for America, people in this country are realizing there's hope that we can go back to the freedoms and the undenouncing suppression of communism. That's what we have to do. We have to understand the only way we can continue to be free is do not let the world bring that ideology into our country. So I listen to or or read a lot of articles and different news sources and so forth that are not associated with the mainstream media. If you haven't figured that out, you need to figure it out. I don't do any of the MSN, CNBC, CNN, none of that. I don't even read the New York Times. Thank God I'd probably go brain dead. But there is organizations out there. The Epic Times, for one. The Heritage Foundation. These are people that are dedicated to America. One America News, the Cato Institute, Town Hall, Judicial Watch, Sean Hannity on Fox, the American Mind, all of these people care about our country and care about getting the truth to you instead of whitewashing and brainwashing you to believe in what America is not. We continue to believe in what America is. I will have to say this, though. Some of these organizations, specifically the NTD, which we'll talk about, the Epic Times, have been criticized by the New York Times, by different articles, Wikipedia, which we already talked about, pertaining to what is called Fallen Gong. Fallen Gong is a quote religion formed in China, and they're saying that these organizations are derived from this Fallen Gong religion, okay? Understand that. America was founded on a religion, Christianity. Other countries are founded on a religion. The New York Times was founded by a religious organization. So why is there a problem with this? If they're bringing the truth, the facts in front of you, does it matter that they may be, quote, attached to a religion? So the New York Times reveals its own shortcomings in reporting on the Epic Times and Falun Gong. The New York Times describes Falun Gong as an obscure Chinese spiritual movement that has become a Leading purveyor of right wing misinformation. I used to work for the Washington Post Times, which was started by South Korea, United Church, Unification Church from South Korea, the Washington Times. And they're all like that. And so I am fully aware of how the mainstream media seeks to delegitimize publications that are not in their fold by making it seem socially unacceptable to work for such publications because you don't believe in their religion. This is how it works. If you don't fall in line with the leftist view, then the New York Times will tell your organization completely apart. And they'll not stop at doing it because they refuse to believe anything other than what their view is called a narrative. And they're pumping the propaganda narrative in this country just like they did in Germany with Hitler. I guarantee you my personal belief that the editor, the chief editor of New York Times, might might as well be Goebbels in the Nazi Germany. And you can quote me on that, because that's exactly what they do. So America, again, was started by Christians. Need we say more? Loving, honest, abiding Americans for our brothers and sisters. Because remember what God said. Two commandments Jesus Christ said to us. Love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. Love your neighbor as if they are yourself. No other words on the face of the planet has that. And I guarantee you, New York Times doesn't have that. Okay, so let's move to NTD. What is NTD? It's a break off or it's a subsidiary of the same organization with the Epic Times. However, they got a, a little bit more of a mission related to China compared to the world as whole. The new Tang Dynasty, that's what it's called, There are still fighting for the Chinese to have freedom. Their base is in New York City, in America. They've moved here. So that they can have a voice based upon our Constitution to continue the fight against the CCP in China. That's what they do. And they're not a religious outright organization like some cult that says, you know, drink some Kool-Aid like Jim Jones did back in the 70s. They're a respectable organization newspaper, digital organization with 35 digital papers in the world to bring the truth to the world. The NTD is a New York-based global news and entertainment media founded in 2001, consistently ranked among the top 10 digital news and media properties in the world. NTD engages Audiences by creating and curating content on digital platforms that was revolve around information, inspiration, and positivity. So they try to take the good of the world and get it across the globe. It is committed to delivering the latest happenings in the world affairs through vigorous development of its new sources. Our foundation of providing accurate news to people living under repressive regimes ensures we provide unbiased, accurate news that gives audience information they can rely on. I said this. You can quote it over and over again. The New York Times is completely godless in the conversation. This company has left, absolutely left, God and the morals that the country has that developed that company. It's unbelievable. So the vision of NTD is to uplift and inform society by publishing quality content that embodies integrity, dignity, and the best of humanity. And I believe that. I read it. I see it. It's not saying they don't want to talk about bad news, which they do, but their focus is on the good of humanity. Go back to the beginning of the podcast, Louis Armstrong, what a wonderful world. They're trying to put in the hearts of the people of the world, the goodness of humanity. And we all know it's a fallen world and it will never, ever be perfect, ever. Human beings cannot make this world perfect. And until our Lord Jesus Christ comes back to this earth and takes over as the king of all kings, we will deal constantly with evil and people in this world that want to take down good societies and good people because that's exactly what they do. So my final thought is how the American government today under Donald Trump is doing something about this Communist Party. And NTD, which we talked about, has an article, which I believe, which the Secretary of State has said on the media. It's called, US designates China Communist Party front group as a foreign mission, and Frank Fong of NTD on October 29th wrote this. The State Department has designated a Chinese Communist Party organization operating in the United States as a foreign mission. It also terminated a 2011 agreement with Beijing to hold a collaboration summit between governors in both nations. The National Association for China's Peaceful Unification or NACPU, an organization controlled by China's United Front Workers Department, was slapped with a designation on October 28th, which means it will now be treated as a foreign embassy or diplomatic mission and be required to register its staff rosters and U.S. properties within the State Department. That's the Constitution at its best. Love it. Use the Constitution to save America. That's what this is all about. But speaking about the Constitution, conventionestates.com. Grassroots Army, self-governance, Article 5, controlling the government. Check it out, conventionestates.com. Also, if you're a very dedicated veteran of America, go to VitalAmerica.org. Vital Veterans in Defense of Liberty. Join them. Become part of the Liberty of America to train, teach American citizens, which the education system has failed to do, America. Constitution, freedom for all. Get out there, get off the couch, get off the bonbons. This is the gunny, out.